हेलो एंड वेलकम टू आर सेकेंड सीजन ऑफ अ पॉडकास्ट कवर ड्राइव कलेक्टिव आई एम आनंद सामद एंड आई एम जॉइन बाय माई फ्रेंड एंड को होस्ट वशिष छाबरिया Yes, guys, we have been missing in action since the past two and a half months. But you know, it was mostly because we were busy with our own lives, and you know, we got sick. And uh, there was one more reason we were disappointed with India's loss in the World Cup. So, but we are back. It's New Year, new beginnings, and it's season two of Cover Drive Collective. So, we welcome you all back, our listeners and our fans. Thank you very much for being patient. So here we are, Vashist. How are you? How have you been? And give us a you know uh, overview of 2021 as a cricketing year for in the Indian team. Hello, Anand. I can't believe it's been so long since we're recording this, and I'm glad we are because we have missed a lot of cricket. We have missed covering a lot of cricket. I must say, the past couple of months we've been busy with our lives, and it's just not been the best of uh, conveniences and. I hope everyone is staying safe with this new variant that apparently everyone's getting at this point of time. So yes, as you mentioned, Anand, twenty twenty one. What a year has it been, especially as an Indian cricket fan, and to be more specific, an Indian Test cricket fan. This has been one of our best years as a Test cricket fan. We dominated Australia. We are leading in England. and we have won a game in south africa and obviously lost one but we'll get that get to that later so let's begin with january 2021 those two test matches the first being played in sydney and the other one being played in the gabba still fresh in our minds that brilliant partnership between hanuma vihari and ravi chandran ashwin two battered warriors batting for about 3 and a half to 4 hours throughout the second and third session just to save their wicket and draw the game and set up the beautiful finale at the gabba where obviously our hero shardul i mean rishabh pant scored the winning runs yes absolutely i mean you know whenever i think of australia uh, the gabba test comes into my mind versus Okay, and even that Sydney Test match. I mean, Hanuma Vihari, Ravichandran Ashwin taking blows for the country. You know, not giving away their wickets. I guess Hanuma Vihari just scored twenty-eight runs from hundred and forty balls, if I'm not wrong. Okay, but you know, uh, I mean, that series was something so epic. I mean, we had no Virat Kohli, no Rohit Sharma. You know, a pace bowling attacks was very new. I mean, hardly three to four Test matches altogether. Mohammad Siraj was just had just made uh, his entry into the test arena and he was lead and he was leading the attack i mean and his father had just expired i mean you know a lot of things going on it was so emotional i mean i i remember the social media at that time it was buzzing it was like instagram twitter facebook whatsapp everywhere it was india mohammad siraj the gabba win damn i mean just talking about it gives me goosebumps goosebumps i mean it was so epic absolutely and anand you can't forget this test match was the advent of two key players in our test side one being mohammad siraj who made a beautiful fifer in the gabba test and really set up a perfect run chase for the final day and of course the next one being someone you don't really agree with me at all times and that being lord shardul thakur firstly a beautiful partnership with washington sundar and then taking four wickets in the second innings you can't ask for more from two quality bowlers and obviously maybe an all-rounder at this point of time but what a fantastic series we our team was depleted there was no kohli there was no um but jaspreet bumrah there was no ravi chandran ashwin in the final test it was these young rookies like navdeep saini t natarajan mohammad siraj rishabh pant was still coming out of his bad patch shubman gill was a new face in our test side and what a game i still can't forget that series anand but i must ask you did you think we peaked then or were there more peaks that we could see throughout the year see uh we saw a lot of peaks throughout the year but the, you know the revolution of indian test team if i have to say i'll start with the 2018 south african series where we won very even though we lost the series 
but you know we started uh, we won the johannesburg test match the last test match it we 2-1 the series was from there everything started and it's been just upwards and upwards except for the world test uh, test championship final i mean it's just been upwards and onwards for the indian uh, test team right now also they are in south africa the way they are taking 20 wickets even though they are, they did not win the second test match they they took almost 13 to 15 wickets in the second test match 20 wickets in the first test match and and boy just 30 to 40 more runs uh, if we could have added to a total uh, you never know we could have won the game okay and we could have won the first ever south african series in south africa we could have created history and you know virat kohli could have proudly said australia are done England leading, South Africa done. I mean, he's the only New Zealand is left to be honest. If we have to, you know, uh, look back, and I'm pretty sure in the coming one to two years or three years, Virat Kohli will achieve that also. He's he's been fabulous. The team he has created, the atmosphere he's created, it's just fantastic. From number seven to number one, he's taken that team. Absolutely, Anand, you are spot on with that, and. you talk you spoke about a pace revolution that started in 2018 with bumrah shami and now with shardul and siraj but we come back to india after the australia series and we see a spin revolution obviously there's ravichandran ashwin that's been our best spinner for i don't know umpteen number of years but then we saw this guy akshar patel make his test debut and every time he seems to be on an indian pitch there is always a fifer that follows so talk to me about that england series where although we had one setback of losing the first match the next three games our spinners absolutely dominated english batsmen absolutely i mean that england series was also epic to be honest i mean we we needed to win that series in order to qualify for the final okay and uh, england won in the uh, first england won the first uh, chennai test match if i'm not wrong okay but then akshar patel ravichandran ashwin see it's been obvious okay uh, well you know uh, pre- before virat kohli the spinners used to bowl uh, even uh, outside india and in india i mean in india they were absolutely fantastic but outside india they did decent and the tracks weren't made for them but since virat kohli that pace revolution has come up and he now knows okay uh, you know with you know how to change with those bowling changes he knows how to do it so i feel when we come to india it has to be aksar patel it has to be the jadeja it has to be the ravichandran ashwin or he, sometimes even washington sundar for that matter of fact okay so uh, that's absolutely fine and i really feel aksar patel has got a long way to go still because uh, the ahmedabad pitch the chennai pitch they were all tailor made for uh, you know a bowler like him he still has to develop his skills in order to win overseas and to get more wickets for india absolutely and i think we will see more of akshar patel in the in the coming years and hopefully we see him play an overseas test as well but yes, yes. after the england test series anand we saw the white ball debut for two very key mumbai indians batsmen we saw ishan kishan and then surya kumar yadav get their india cap in the in the t20 series if i'm not wrong against england and what a debut for both individuals of course we have seen them whimper in form from time to time but i think as a debut it was a very 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 classy innings from surya kumar yadav and an explosive innings from ishan kishan absolutely i mean i still remember the first ball he faced and harsha bogle was in commentary okay and uh, the first ball facing jofra archer straight he he scooped that ball for a six over or deep fine leg and harsha bogle in the commentary box was saying i mean he did not stroll out he ran out he ran on to the ground you know just to play his first ball that energy was there when he came and boy such elegance such class is surya kumar yadav and as we say the sky is the limit so uh, even ishan kishan the pocket dynamo you know as we call him he's also done absolutely fantastic yes the form has been dipped but you know they are great batsmen and as we always say form is temporary class is permanent so you know they they'll work uh, in, they've still got a long way to go uh, more for ishan kishan than for surya kumar yadav but i still feel they've got a bright future for india no doubt absolutely no doubt the only disappointing thing i kind of noticed in that series was 
the fading away of Shikhar Dhawan from the from the T20 setup. He is a classy white ball batsman, and we need more left-handers at the top order. And now with Shikhar Dhawan gone, I really don't see a viable replacement as a left-handed bat. Of course, there is Devdutt Padikal coming up in the ranks, but obviously he's not quite Shikhar Dhawan. So I am dearly going to miss seeing more of Shikhar Dhawan in the coming years. Yeah, I'll be very honest. Uh, Shikhar Dhawan did not do anything wrong. Okay, he he's he's so underrated. I mean, under the likes of Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli. Okay, we forget Shikhar Dhawan. All the spotlight goes on those two, and he quietly does his jobs and e- job. Even if he goes unnoticed, right? I mean, even if he scores a hundred, no one notices him. Everyone notices the seventies, the eighties, the nineties, the hundred scored by Virat and Rohit Sharma. So I mean, I really feel bad for him, and you know that's what has been happening to him. Uh, you know, even by the Indian selectors, he's done nothing wrong. He was in good form. He was performing well. Okay, uh, if I'm not wrong, uh, again in the ODI series against England uh, in March only in Pune, he scored a I think 90 or something odd. So he did pre- he did pretty well. Okay, so he's just been dropped. I don't know why. He should have been given more chances. But let's see now what you know where his fate takes us. And he and you know he's done pretty well for the Delhi Capitals in IPL also in 2020 2021-2. I am glad you mentioned the IPL because right after the England series, we jump into phase one of the IPL and we didn't know it was going to be phase one. We thought it's going to happen throughout the summer, but of course it was broken into two phases because of COVID, but we saw some impressive performances in phase one. We saw, of course, we saw KL Rahul stack up runs. He always stacks up runs. He somehow manages to be in contention for the orange cap, even when he's not playing games. So mm-hmm. we saw a lot of KL Rahul. We definitely saw Devdutt Padikal momentarily come up to form. And maybe the last few glimpses of AB de Villiers as an explosive middle order RCB batsman. Absolutely. I mean, and you know, uh, talking about IPL, I would like to specify about two, two matches. Okay, both of CSK, RCB versus CSK, where Ravindra Jadeja smacked Harshal Patel, the purple cap holder for 37 runs in an over. Not 36. 36 is the highest he smashed him for 37 runs because My that's God. what Sir, Sir Jadeja does, right? Okay, and then the other match, CSK, KKR, the Russell scare, you know, the way Pat Cummins smashed uh, Sam Curran all over the park. But those two matches were worth seeing. You know, that was the highlight for me. Uh, in the phase one of IPL, those two matches. And uh, how can you forget Chetan Sakkari? I mean, come on, Vashisht. I mean, that young lad has done... He, he took wickets of, if I'm not wrong, MS Dhoni and even Virat Kohli, for that matter of fact. And he, and he bowled economically. So, Chetan Sakkari was the find of 2021, according to me. Absolutely. We saw a lot of Chetan Sakkari in the first phase. Not so much in the second phase, to be honest with you. But very consistent in the first phase. We saw glimpses of what Rutaraj Gaikwad is capable of in phase one, and he absolutely killed it in phase two. But we'll get to that later. But the last match of the of the IPL phase one, which was Kings 11 Punjab versus someone where Mayank Agarwal was given captaincy, and that beautiful 99 that he made just shows me that he's a versatile player that can be a strong test opener, as we saw with his brilliant 150, but also a nice, explosive, classy white ball player as well. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, uh, he's just been considered for the red ball games. I feel now it's time to even consider him for the white ball game. Because now, you know, with uh, just few more years, if I have to say four to five years left for Virat Kohli and Rohit Sharma, okay, and uh, KL Rahul being the potential captain of Indian team, I feel Mayank Agarwal should join him as, you know, a, they are both our best friends. B, they play for Karnataka. C, they have played for Kings and Punjab. And, you know, they bat, they complement well, very, uh, you know, very well. So, I really feel uh, Mayank Agarwal should be considered as an open, as an opener for Indian team. And KL Rahul and Mayank Agarwal can open, start opening the uh, innings for India and, you know, in further matches coming. That genuinely seems like a great idea. 
considering we also have an influx of excellent batsmen that can come into the middle order obviously right now our middle order seems very shaky in both red ball and white ball but i think shreya sayar is someone who's showing a lot of promise in that front which brings us to his injury and rishabh pant taking over captaincy for the delhi capitals and wow that was very unexpected at least for me someone who thought maybe it might be too early for rishabh pant to be captain but he's anchored the ship very well took them to the playoffs but not quite to the finals or even winning the trophy again see i mean uh, it's, it's his first time so i think we can cut him some slack okay so uh, that blunder he did was against csk qualifier one okay rabada had one over left okay 15 runs were were to be defended in the last over and ms dhoni was on strike and rabada hash troubled ms dhoni previously we we saw it in the 2015 south africa series okay uh, in india so rabada yes he was expensive that night but i really feel instead of tom curran he could have given it to rabada but you know at that moment he must have thought tom curran took more wickets uh, that day so so it all depends on those that small decisions and you know what can win you games and as once ms dhoni said said that 10 to 15 minutes of play can really put you out of the game out of the show so you know that was it for uh, the delhi capitals absolutely and how virat kohli phrases it 45 minutes of bad cricket my god this year we've seen so many batting collapses my god speaking of batting collapses so after the ipl was paused because of covid we had a lot to wait because we didn't have cricket for a long time and then in june we have the world test championship final where our podcast first made its debut so tell exactly. me about the world test championship final anand and how much we both broke our heads over why this game has to go on for 6 days and why is india not able to consistently bat in icc finals i mean i don't know they perform absolutely well throughout the year they win 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 they keep they keep the number one spot i mean i just don't know what happens to them when they uh, is it just the name icc we can replace it with ptm if we want we just need a bloody performance <laughs> i mean <laughs> that's true right versus we, we have seen okay is it a ptm trophy it's the freedom series going on in south africa it's border gavaskar give any name you want just don't keep icc uh, world test champion the word i think the word icc is only bad luck for us man absolutely i mean i just don't know i mean now some people would say yeah yeah you, you you're not uh, that's very uh you know smart of you not blaming the team's performance and putting it on the name of the tournament but it is what it is right uh yes they have plunked but i really feel uh they should have won that uh tournament yes new zealand played better but they actually qualified if i am not wrong without playing any test match or something like that happened that qualifying points uh, you know something was there and they just qualified it it But was because australia refused to play a series yeah, in a test yeah, series in south africa yeah. because of covid concerns which yeah, is exactly. justifiable very justifiable yeah justifiable but still new zealand qualified on their own they did not earn that place if i have to be very honest okay my god should... that's that's a very very hefty claim anand i think i think we'll edit this part versus we'll edit this part <laughs> i i don't think kane williamson would ever want to be a guest on our podcast after hearing this I'm just kidding, kid. I really like you, but man, you, you are be you are a uh, you know thorn in the flesh whenever it comes. I mean, world. We have never won a ICC uh, you know match against New Zealand since 2009. That yes, says everything. That is true. That is very true. And especially in this Test match, none of our batsmen crossed 50 runs. The highest score was Rahane's 49. My God, we can't we make a 50 in a Test match? on other occasions we have rohit sharma with his hundreds and double hundreds we have kohli making 70 hundreds and he's still trying to find his 71st and we have guys like jadeja who are able to make quick fire 50s on the lower order but this time nobody really stood up to the plate but testament to our bowlers anand testament to our bowlers even in this match even even though our batsmen didn't really stand up to the occasion in the first innings of the new zealand's batting mohammad shami ishant sharma jaspreet boom oh, maybe not bumrah because he didn't take any wickets but kept things economical mohammad shami ashwin ishant sharma really went at it and took advantage of the swinging conditions 
see i'm telling you right our pace battery the pace attack is absolutely fine the problem is only in the batting virat has you know trust me i can give you a list of players who are going to play for india for the next 10 years in the pace bowling attack i can right now give you the names if you want but right. the problem is with the batting pujara rane yes they have played they saved the you know they scored 50s but that doesn't you know uh, confirm their place there's still a knife looming over their heads i feel so you know they still have to go back to the drawing room and even virat kohli i'll be very honest he's he's getting starts but yes it's just a matter of time but the matter of time has been two years man and that is the, not virat kohli we all know the problem with mr kohli is he always wants to play the ball outside off I, mean, I don't know yeah i mean I, he should go to sachin tendulkar call him up i'm like bro teach me how did you play in scg how did you score your 241 runs okay without playing a cover drive my god virat kohli and his if virat kohli loves cover drive so much why doesn't he just listen to our podcast it's in our name yeah the cover drive collective exactly and also you know everyone have uh, has been listening to our podcast i mean whatever we are saying okay it, something or the other comes out true so i think we should now say virat kohli is going to score a century so he really scores a century man man as much as i'm wishing for that to happen i'm kind of hoping he doesn't so that it gives an opportunity to maybe another batsman that i want to score a century like a debuting not debuting but overseas debut of shreya sayar i want him to score a century in the next game he will why why can't you wish for both of them scoring centuries man yeah i don't i don't think that's ever happened where a number and number 4 and number 5 has scored consecutive centuries in the same innings in recent past but let's hope for the best yeah yeah absolutely so you know now coming to the england series in england anand so now, before that before yeah. that anand you completely forgot and it and it's okay to completely forget it because it wasn't much of significance but india had the luxury of sending two squads one for the world test championship final who would stay back with england and a separate white ball squad to sri lanka the first time any international team has ever done anything like this and that is testament to our red ball and white ball depth that we have and i would say it was quite a successful odi and quite an unsuccessful t20 series that we had in sri lanka i don't remember the t20 series i'll be very honest i remember the odi series we won that 2-1 and uh, and yeah actually t20 series i remember i think the covid covid hit uh, india right and yes. most of the players could not play and hasaranga took around 5 to 6 wickets if i'm not wrong and we had kuldeep yadav bat at 6 yeah yeah so that says everything why india could not win the t20 series but we saw so many white ball debuts we yes. saw rutraj gaikwad get his debut devdat padikal get his debut chetan sakarya as mentioned previously krishnapa gautam nitish rana guys who we never thought who would see debut basically the ipl 11 came to sri lanka and tried to make tried and to make some that, runs we we saw the comeback of bhuvaneshwar kumar yuvendra chair and the famous kulcha yes kulcha absolutely yeah so even though they don't have a place right now in the white ball setup because i guess ravichandran ashwin and jadeja have been back together you know uh, the old horses are back if i have to say but kulcha did a pretty pretty decent job uh, you know starting 2017 till 2020 the past 3 to 4 years so no doubt was- and and the deepak chahar innings in the second odi yeah. man yeah how can we forget that shit that 6970 by deepak chahar to save that odi and win it for us my god i have never seen such controlled hitting from a bowler who can donk the bat sometimes but he put in a real good performance and a better all round performance than our actual all rounder hardik pandya who at this point i feel has no relevance in exactly. our white ball setup i'll be very honest with you uh, hardik pandya's Uh, I'm so sorry to say, but he's no more needed uh, in either in the red ball or in the white ball. I'll be very honest. I'll be very open. Hardik Absolutely. Pandya as a batsman is also no good to us, and Hardik Pandya as a bowler also is no good to us. Actually, Hardik Pandya is actually not needed right now because he's been replaced by Deepak Chahar and Shardul Thakur. The CSK boys have been has you know they have done better than the MI boys. No doubt. 
absolutely yes, yes hardik pandya had his time for 2017 2018 but after that it's just been dip 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 that's it and there is a lot to ask for from even krunal pandya who's not been able to give us anything i don't even know why he was given an odi cap in that england series were we short of batsmen what was going on see if i start on krunal pandya you know our time will get over so let's just skip to the good part <laughs> the- Let's skip to the good part, which yeah. is India versus England in England this time. Anand, why don't you take us through this exciting test series? Okay, so the first test match, if I'm not wrong, it was it played it was played in Trent Bridge, right? So yeah, it was played in Trent Bridge, and I think it was draw because of bad light or rain. India was about to win that test match, but God had other uh, you know what to say other plans. We could have won the series much earlier. then comes the lord's test match that epic photo of mohammad siraj taking the final wicket of james anderson and virat kohli's reaction from behind oh boy oh boy just talking about that you know i mean something goes through my body whenever i talk about such epic wins versus you know Absolutely. after four, after 4 years after four long years india won a test match in lords okay and you know that test match i'll be honest you know it that base was set in trent bridge we won it at lords okay and uh, the series was set i mean india was like this is not going to be 2018 this is 2021 and virat kohli was like even though i'm not in form okay even though uh, you know james anderson oli robinson are taking my wickets but my men will hunt like a pack and we will show what we've got i mean this team is the best indian test team i can you know have has ever played because we are winning overseas that what matters because everyone used to say yaar bahar ja rahe hai jeet nahi payenge india mein hi jeette hai log but now under virat kohli this this team has just risen and risen so that series was epic then comes the oval test match okay i mean that game was also epic we were leading 2-1 uh and yes england could have made it 2-2 but now we have to wait this year if i'm not wrong around 1st of july the 5th of test match happen so let's see now you give Anand, us your insights versus you know i'm i'm was... glad how you completely forgot about the headingly test conveniently yeah. forgot the headingly test where england really took us in that match and it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't an easy loss for us obviously that was a day we saw a, a real batting collapse uh, 78 all out obviously and it was Ollie Robinson, which was it was his debut year, and he took two fifers in that game, which was fantastic to see from him. And Joe Root, obviously, batting how he always does. But I like to divide this series in two in two matches. One was the Lords Test, and the second being Shardul the Lords Test, which was his innings in the Oval 56. with two absolutely brilliant fifties. One being fifty only from thirty-two balls, which is one of the fastest fifties beating Ian Botham's record. So I was really impressed with seeing Lord Shardul perform all over the world. He's performed in Australia now in England. Hopefully, he performs well in South Africa as well. So yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, he that he took a fifer. He took a fifer. My God, my God. I I think I missed out on the fifer in the South Africa test. I wasn't. closely paying attention but yes now that you mentioned it shardul did take a five for in south africa but with the bat i'd like to see him perform well with the bat as well now that virat kohli himself calls shardul an all rounder too and that brilliantly set up the fifth test match which will now take place a year on and that will decide the series between india and england and hopefully it's a decider and it's in england so i hope india doesn't fumble and please gives away gives away a draw and rather we win the series 3-1 absolutely and you know you you told why i skipped that heading the test match because before i could you know give a review on that series i said let's skip to the good part so i just mentioned the good part versus <laughs> my god and so then now, anand we yeah. go to the second phase of the ipl so please absolutely. tell me anand this must be the I think one of your best parts of the year because it's your team that picked up the trophy. So Then tell I us all about what happened. So I feel the second phase was a dull phase. If I have to be very honest, the first phase was much better. Okay, because it was in India, it was little more exciting. 
ओके बट दलिफायर वन चेन्नई सुपर किंग्स एम एस धोनी एट दी एज ऑफ फोर्टी you know i remember him coming out when 15 runs or 18 runs were required from like 9 to 6 balls okay and i was like okay yes i'm not doubting you but you you are not in form how are you going to win this match okay and uh, mohin ali was on i was at strike if i'm not wrong he got out 15 was required from 5 balls okay and then i remembered ian bishop scored when 15 runs are required in the last over the pressure is on the bowler not on ms dhoni okay and you know 4 4 6 took a single and just you know calmly picked out the stump and walked out like you know it's just another day in the office you know and he's into the finals you know it was it was it was just so surreal you know the way the, the team won you know the atmosphere he created i remember after the last match Uh, in 2020 against kings 11 punjab he said uh, in the post match presentation to harsha bogle that uh, you know when harsha bogle asked asked him uh, what's the message to the fans and he just said we'll come back strong you know that's what we are known for and boy he did come back strong winning the fourth ipl for chennai super kings okay uh, yes just you know one we are just one trophy behind uh, mumbai indians but you know that's his everything and i can you know uh, i'm pretty sure Uh, in the you know in this coming year of ipl i wouldn't be surprised if they retain the trophy because you know now he must be be like okay this might be my last year last two to three years let me at least win one or two more for chennai super kings and you know hand over the baton to either ravindra jadeja or ruturaj gaikwad so you know i mean he's absolutely. that kind of a guy is an absolute legend when you hear the name ms dhoni the first the first two things that comes to your mind is respect and legend that's it no doubt absolutely no doubt but a special mention anand i know chennai won and it was dhoni that took them to the final and won it for them but a special mention to the finalist in the ipl and that is the kkr opener yes. venkatesh ayer my god i have never seen a batsman like him i think ever uh, not a batsman i'm sorry an all rounder like him ever the way he just freely plays his shots he changed the game for kolkata kolkata were in no contention to qualify at the end of phase 1 but as soon as phase 2 began morgan made that decision of bringing venkatesh to open the innings along with gill and what a master stroke anand venkatesh ayer has proven why he is a much better batsman than hardik he's a much better batsman Absolutely. than kunal and he deserves to be in the india 11 although he's only played a handful of games in 2021 yeah i mean uh, venkatesh ayer has been absolute fabulous but the point over here i would like to make is where will you fit him like yes he opened the innings for kkr but will he be able to you know provide that stability that you know that cushion which we are look, uh, looking for in the middle order because india's opening is sorted the 3 and 4 is also sorted what we need is 5 6 7 So can he do that for us? I mean, if yes, then he. I mean, we don't need Hardik Pandya in the team. Absolutely. We just need Venkatesh Iyer, Shardul Thakur, Ravindra Jadeja, and we are done. Anand, we don't need a cushion in the lower order of a T20 game. T20 game is all about lower order batsmen playing their explosive free game, and that's why in T20 uh, matches the batting usually goes pretty deep to like seven or eight. Yeah. That's why someone like a Venkatesh Iyer, either at a six. I wouldn't say seven, maybe at six, because he is somewhat of a two-overs bowler and more of a batting all-rounder. So Venkatesh Iyer at six fits in perfectly, replacing that Hardik Pandya position. And Jadeja is there at seven to consolidate. So that's a very, very, very good combination. And plus two left-handers. What else do you want, man? I mean, plus exactly. Your point. So number, your number five, number six, number seven, all are sorted. All Absolutely. three left-handers. left hand and if you want to play kishan instead of rishabh i mean that's absolutely yeah. fine as well so uh, i mean that yeah venkatesh ayer is a very good prospect to be honest and plus if he can improve on his bowling then who's hardik pandya man trust me yeah he he can go to his instagram reels man we let yeah. let the real cricketers do the batting and bowling ouch ouch <laughs> that was a big one vasish <laughs> no i'm sorry i'm just not a pandya fan at all i mean after his innings in australia i've never seen him prominently perform in any game so there is Same. a little bitterness towards him yeah true i agree i'm uh, you know for the first time i'm agreeing with you 
the pandya <laughs> brothers needs to you know they need to make a comeback man i mean especially krunal let's not go there but especially krunal no doubt no doubt but what happens after the ipl and that that is when we sort of bittered towards talking about cricket for a while yeah so let me ask you this time you know give us a you know overview of the tournament okay do you feel australia deserved it anand i wouldn't say the game was rigged because of the number of tosses because like it felt like whoever won the toss decided to chase and eventually won that was kind of the template for most big big games like games with two equally opposed sides and it felt very repetitive that the first first team that bats scores a decent amount of runs but loses a lot of wickets and then there is dew and the ball gets slippery and in the second innings batsmen are very easily able to chase the game none of the games seemed very dramatic except maybe for that australia versus pakistan semi final with matthew wade and his three sixes that was yeah. unexpected honestly but otherwise it seemed very templated and something that i really didn't want to i, w- I was not really keen on watching uh, a lot of the games so i would just catch up on the highlights later on and you could see that in the india versus pakistan game i know anand you don't want to talk about this game but if i can shed light on it for a minute or two we did not take a single wicket in the second innings and it wasn't because our bowlers are bad we had bumrah we had shami we had talented bowlers it's just the conditions were rigged not rigged but maybe the conditions which is not favoring second inning bowlers yeah absolutely and plus you know i would say fatigue you know back to back to back they were playing they were almost like three and a half four months in england then you know then they came directly to the ipl played the ipl for a month and you know 15th october the ipl ended 17th october the uh world cup started i mean you know shifting that focus from franchise cricket to you know the national team you know it takes a lot on your mental and plus bio bubbles being so strict in dubai okay so it it really takes a lot out of you and you know after that i'll be very honest you know the uh, versus you know you might relate and everyone might relate with us you know that interest of cricket or you know we wanted a break from that because that disappointment i would say was too Uh, you know too big to handle or we couldn't handle it and we expected a lot from this out of this world cup you know we lost plus we lost the second icc tournament okay and you know and actually we forgot one thing versus we forgot to speak about virat kohli stepping down and you know hand his removal from the odi captaincy oh yes how could yeah. we forget the, anand i i thought we would like get into a conversation about that while it was going on in the month of december but obviously we weren't recording but this is something i'd assume you think i'd be very happy about no no i mean i was trust me i really did not want him to step down from the captaincy or wanted him you know removed he was doing a pretty good job i mean i really don't understand why he stepped down i i agree with the decision i just don't agree the way it's gone around i yeah. feel yes the 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 white ball side needs a breath of fresh air and and it it should have happened but the way it went about and the controversy where virat was like i was not aware that i was yeah. losing my odi captaincy that was a gray area that i wasn't really a fan of see you know this this is in the first time that has happened it's you know it has happened over and over it's been over the years you know the the bcci president the selection committee you know and the player there's no proper coordination okay there's really no right. proper coordination between them you're just informed that you're selected you know you're going to play this number of matches this is what it is that's it okay trust me uh, you know when n shrinivasan and uh, ms dhoni were the captain you know there was no such thing happened there was full proper communication this is what it is this is what has to happen yes now some people might say n shrinivasan you know was the owner of chennai super kings or you know his son in law was this and that you know there are many other things to say but you can't deny the fact when ms dhoni was the captain these things weren't going around absolutely and that just shows that 
a lot of people, be it the fans, be it management, be it BCCI, had a lot of faith in Mahindra Singh Dhoni. Exactly. Even us as fans, when we lose initial wickets, we have faith that Dhoni kar lega or Dhoni is going to do it for us. So we always had that faith, which I don't think I have that much in Virat Kohli. See, we actually had, we still have in Virat Kohli, but since the past two years, he's not been, you know, keeping up to their faith, Vashish. Uh, I mean, you see the... Uh, 2020 pre pre 2020 Virat Kohli. I mean, one wicket down, chasing a big score. I can give you the the list of games he has won us for us. You want me to start right now? You no, also no, know course. that. Of course, Anand. Yes, but I'm talking about the recent times. I'm not talking about before 2019. That's why I'm saying you know, two last two years he's had he hasn't been keeping up to our fate, but it's just a matter of time. I feel. maybe Absolutely. this year. This year he scores a century, and and we were like, yeah, finally. 71st century is here. Let's go, Kohli. Do it in Cape Town, bro. <laughs> yeah, please. Or, or in Chindaswami's 100 test matches coming up, man. Oh, in the in, in his RCB home ground, man. Yes. That would be that would be that would be amazing. Yeah. And after that, after after the World Cup, after the disappointment of the World Cup, New Zealand comes to India, Anand. So I don't know whether we were paying that much attention to the T20 series. We saw we saw Venkatesh Iyer debut. We saw Harshal Patel make his debut, and it was it was okay, fine. India won it three zero. We didn't really pay that much attention to it. But the Test matches, Anand. I'm sorry to brag, but obviously, okay, the first Test was a draw, fine, whatever. But the second Test in Wankhede was a very exciting Test for me because it was my first time watching Test cricket in India, and my God, Anand. Going going there and watching it live, obviously, this was before the cases started rising. And oh, it was exhilarating to watch that second day. Mayank Agarwal making that 150. And I think a major talking point of Ajaz Patel taking 10 wickets after Jim Laker and Anil Kumble. And now this time it's Ajaz Patel in Wankhade. And a Kiwi bowler born in Mumbai taking his 10 for in Mumbai. You can't write a better story than this. Absolutely. I mean, it's a fairy tale written in heaven, if I have to say. So, you know, uh, it was epic. I did not watch the series because I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed <laughs> after the World Cup loss. Okay, now, you know, literally a bit of interest has been coming because it's in South Africa and, you know, it's an overseas series. But, you know, still that interest still has to build up pre, pre-World Cup. So... I did not follow it much, but yes, I you know I saw your stories, I saw your snaps. I mean, I was like, man, even I want to go, but I've you know <laughs> I've watched India versus England 2016 Test match, so you know that was also good. Uh, Virat Kohli scored a century, double century over there, if I'm not wrong. So yeah, fantastic. And we saw the Test debut of Shreya Sayer in yeah, the yeah, first and second Test match. So that. And he's him scoring a hundred in his first innings and then a fifty in his second innings. You can't write a better debut than that. And I'm looking forward Absolutely. to seeing more of Shreya Sayar in our test side as a number five. Uh, bye bye, Rahane. Okay, okay. <laughs> now, but Rahane Pujara, like, okay, we are still going to play the 60s, 70s knocks and confirm my place in the team. <laughs> what is a 60-70 compared to a beautiful hundred by Ayer and the amount mm. of potential this 26-year-old has? See, the point is that 60-70 comes when India needs it the most. Okay, I'll be very honest. That 60-70 comes when India needs it the most. So that's why they are in the team. And they're experienced. And as they say, you cannot buy experience in the supermarket. Absolutely. That's why I think we are going to see a few more impressive performances from Pujara and Rahane before they hopefully hang up their boots soon. But before... The the South Africa series started. Anand, a movie came out, eighty three, yeah, which was a recap or a sort of dramatization of the historic World Cup win. Have you had a chance to catch the uh, movie? Actually, no. Please, please do not give me any spoilers. Just brush spoilers, it up Anand. It has been spoiled in nineteen eighty three. What are you yeah, talking? I about? know that, but I don't want to know how it all happened and everything. I haven't watched the movie yet. I'll watch it, but please don't, you know, go into deep insights of that. No, no worries, no worries, Anand. But I can tell you that it was a beautiful movie. I I loved watching it, and Ranveer Singh's portrayal of Kapil Dev was very, very spot on. So I'm just gonna say that. 
yeah yeah i mean ranveer singh is a very good actor i mean i have seen his movies so right yeah and now you know let's talk about a little bit of ashes because yeah ashes was very was very boring we have to sum it up in one sentence or in one line uh, australia just ate up england they did not give them a chance to you know, even make a comeback so it this year's ashes was very very boring Anand, That's was it called the Ashes because it's the death of England Test cricket? Omg, omg, <laughs> that was a very big burn. And if I have to add one more line to that burn, it's that Joe Root is the number one uh, run scorer for England. The number two is the extra runs. You know those extra runs which you get from wides and no balls. Number oh my two, God. yeah, yeah, and number three is Rory Rory Burn. So. I mean, I I don't know what to say now. That's that just... pretty much sums it up, Anand. That exactly. sums it up. I just added salt to your salt to the injury. My God! And testament to Joe Root, who's been scoring consistent runs, even though the rest of his batting buddies are just getting out to low scores. Do you remember how I spoke so highly of Hasib Hamid? I take all my words back. i mean I, i don't know what they are doing i mean i really don't know the over dependency on joe root is going to you know uh, is it's going to be the downfall i mean i don't even understand why the openers go and you know you know they take their stand i mean uh, i've seen you know i was just watching the score they were like 10 for 2 8 for 2 0 for 1 mitchell stark uh, you know bowling uh, rory burns first ball around his legs that was the start of the ashes and that set up the tone for australia absolutely uh, that that wicket of burns really kicked things off but i do have to mention a fantastic debuting bowler scott boland for yeah, australia yeah. my god this guy i mean i thought who's going to replace someone like josh hazelwood who's one of the best test bowlers and scott boland comes in steaming in glen migras style of bowler line and length consistent wow what a bowler what a find for australia and why yeah. hasn't he been given an opportunity before quoting michael clark or i don't know you know someone from the australia commentary make the man a statue i mean he was so good so so good absolutely He has it, and you know, let's not forget Usman Khawaja's hundred recently, and Johnny Beresto's hundred after thirty-seven Test matches. Thirty-seven Test matches. I mean, you are, you you are bound to get a hundred, like at some point of time, and it's at the SCG. So Khawaja's hundred, Beresto's hundred, fine, okay. I mean, even Washington can get a hundred if he bats on that. So I'm not. <laughs> I I don't I don't want to give too much credit. Of course, Kwaja making his comeback and his stroke play was very classy. Bairstow looked very tentative. I was catching up on the Ashes yesterday and I could tell the difference between the two hundreds. Kwaja's looked a lot more laser focused. Bairstow was, was he got lucky. Yeah. He was dropped a couple of times. Bairstow got very very lucky in that innings. I think Alex Carey really needs to work on his keeping, but. that's by the by that is england versus australia and england have already lost the ashes and There's that no is fine but coming to something exciting india yeah. versus south africa anand yes. and what a start to the test series yeah johannes johannesburg if i'm not wrong the centurion sorry centurion yeah the first test match was played in centurion virat kohli won the toss omg <laughs> okay and he chose to bat and uh, you know that that test match 20 wickets uh, that was an amazing win okay and yes uh, then in the second test match uh, virat kohli i think he had a back spasm so kl rahul replaced him i really feel kl rahul needs to you know work on his captaincy in general because his bowling changes okay his field placements placements and the body language it was not working to be honest i mean uh i 122 runs needed and eight wickets in hand it was if it was virat kohli i would you know i, I got we might have lost it also but virat kohli would have ensured that they would have you know earned those 122 runs they he would have not you know just given them away you know that body language is missing in virat uh, in sorry in kl rahul that aggression is not there which virat kohli has yes he is the future captain but he needs to you know Uh, work a lot on his body language, his field placements, his captaincy. 
he's a very good batsman and kl rahul's 100 in the first match i mean how can i wow. forget that actually yeah amazing I mean, that, that our opening partnership actually because mayank also made a fantastic mm-hmm. 60 so that partnership is what i really like because we rarely get to see a 100 plus opening partnership in modern day test cricket exactly exactly and plus you know rohit sharma not being there the form of the, you know the the man who scored century actually he was the man in form for india in the whole year yeah i mean he was the highest run scorer if i'm not wrong he scored a century at lords yeah lords or oval somewhere lords yes lords yeah, lords yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, then in you know in the white ball scenario also uh, the start of the year he scored so i feel rohit sharma was the highest run scorer for in india overall absolutely but obviously we didn't have sharma but we did have a consistent mayank not a consistent but a very good looking mayank stable stable inning yeah. Yeah. from mayank agarwal and of course our man cheteshwar pujara getting yeah. out for a duck yet again <laughs> and 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 okay the wall that is a funny story you know after he got out he went inside okay uh, he 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 was little sad but rahul dravid came to him he gave a smile to cheteshwar pujara and just gave him a pat on his shoulder and like it's okay man even i've got the wall has the real wall has also got out on a 100 he's the wall has also been breached many times so it's fine okay so and then you know then we 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 saw that you know his transformation he he played blinder if i'm not wrong he around he scored around 56 or 60 runs in like 70 to 80 ball at a strike rate of 85 he played an odi inning cheteshwar pujara can you imagine that my god i have never seen pujara play so explosively like a test for test standard i've never seen him yeah. play that explosive and it was very impressive to see that rahane for his 48 in the first innings was also a very valuable 48 considering the rest of our lower order did not perform at all rishabh pant scoring in single digits ashwin and shardul not coming up to the occasion and obviously our bowlers we can't expect much from our tail end that much Yeah, but you know, Shardul scored a decent twenty-eight from thirty-two balls. Yes, in the second innings, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So you know, Shardul did this part. And, you know, uh, you you spoke about Rishabh Pant. Okay, his form has been dipping since the last six months again. Okay, and if I'm not wrong, Sunil Gavaskar and Gautam Gambhir recently slammed him for that shot. I mean, uh, you you just cannot always say this is a natural game. okay that is completely foolishness even i agree that is completely foolishness when you know you are the last second ice batsman after that yes you have got ashwin and shardul tagur but you know you are you are a much better batsman you hold the fort why don't you play responsibly i mean third ball okay he was he he was in, you know he was uh, what to say welcome to the crease with two short balls the south africans knew if you you know if you poke the bear he will he will give something and that's what he did he fell into the trap right but rishabh pant has been criticized a lot of times for his risky short plays and there have been times where it's really paid off with him getting those huge runs in 97 in sydney 89 in the gabba that century in ahmedabad and all of those innings had some really freaky shots i still remember the one he reverse sweeped off uh, jimmy anderson in ahmedabad so we have seen rishabh pant playing risky shots still still vashesh you know sometimes there's a difference between you know uh, you know uh, risky cricket and you know attacking cricket okay the shots which he is playing it, it's very high risk he can get out at any time who's who's stopping him from playing attacking cricket no one but you got to choose your balls you got to choose your time right that sense of maturity still hasn't come even after playing such innings i mean you you look at all the innings he you know he played from the start you know the 100 the 97 the 91 at gabba whatever the score was he was playing attacking cricket he wasn't playing foolish cricket and that's what we want from rishabh pant no doubt and i think with rahul dravid at the tutelage uh, as indian coach i think there is going to be a little more calmness and a lot more composure to his innings in the future and hopefully we can see another beautiful 100 from this wicketkeeper batsman i am a big fan of pant i just don't like when he gets out you know uh, such cheaply and rahul dravid himself said in an interview recently that he is going to have a word with rishabh pant so let's see you know what what future holds for him no doubt but anand we have talked about our indian players credit to south african batsmen yeah. as 
as they really put up a fantastic fight against us, especially in that second test. Dean Elgar's gritty 96. My God, he didn't make it to a century, but that innings, that chase that he made along with Bavuma was very gritty and a true captain's innings. And although I have not been a Temba Bavuma fan at all, and I sometimes question his position in the test side over someone like a Faf Duplessy, for example. But he really proved himself as a very credible player for that quick fire fifty that he made in the first innings, and him concluding the run chase along with Elgar in the second innings. I think we have a lot to see from Temba Bavuma. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I can uh, you know give it in writing. This South African team isn't going down without a fight. Yes, the Indian team might be stronger, but. This South African team isn't, you know, you know, isn't something to be t- taken lightly of. Especially Dean Elgar, he said, you know, in an interview after winning the Test match, I wanted to show the boys, even if you take blows for your country, you can still win the game. And he took some nasty blows yeah, from Bumrah and Shami. Exactly. I mean, and plus, you know, uh, this contest has become even more exciting because if if I'm not wrong, Bumrah and uh, Jensen, if I'm not wrong, who You know, uh, made his debut. Okay, there were some fiery moments between them, and they were almost so close to hit each other. The empire oh that the players had to come in between, but you know, Bumrah being the senior, he just smiled it off later on. But still, I mean, that was something to watch out for. So, I really looking forward to an exciting third Test match starting 11 January. Absolutely, Anand. Before we conclude our pot our episode for today, could you tell me what? could possibly uh, be the changes that india make for their final test of course with kohli coming in because that's a definite uh it all depends upon the pitch but see i have not seen any uh, you know what to say spin so i wouldn't say ashwin should be dropped or you know get this play i feel the same 11 should be kept just in uh, virat kohli coming in i i don't see any change to be honest and and who comes out if kohli comes in is it is it vihari. rahane or is it vihari it's vihari I'm so sorry, but it has to be Vihari. My God, yeah. Anand. I'm so sorry, but it has to be Vihari. Il Rubu Rahane, he won't be dropped. Trust me, he won't be dropped. Yes, he's been stripped from his vice captainship, but he won't be dropped. Absolutely. In my very humble opinion, I would want a few changes to be made, considering Cape Town has a little more bounce than the other pitches. So. Of of course, KL Rahul, Mayank, and Pujara. You can't question these three. Kohli, I would say, comes in for Rahane. I'm sorry, Anand. Okay. Kohli comes in for Rahane, and Vihari replaces that Rahane position at number five. Okay. I would want that. Pant, obviously, there's no replacement to him. Although there has been a little dip in form, he can definitely keep wickets, and he's been a very handy keeper. You don't want to let go of Ashwin or Lord Shardul, so that is a definite. Mohammad Shami, Jaspreet Bumrah, absolutely. I would replace Siraj with Omesh Yadav, considering Omesh is an out-and-out fast seam bowler, and these Cape Town conditions would really suit his style of bowling. And we can see this burst of wickets if we have Omesh Yadav in our eleven for the next yeah. test. Yeah, actually, I, I think I'll agree with you on that Omesh Yadav part because he's got the pace. Okay, he's got you know those little swinging bit condition, and if the pitch helps him, so boy, he is going to be a dangerous bowler. Trust me. And plus, he's got the pace, and he can bowl those bouncers which the South African batsmen cannot handle. Absolutely, and and Siraj has been sort of struggling. He only bowled yeah, three or four overs in the second innings, so I guess this you is know, a perfect. There's, there's a lot Sorry. of workload on him too, so you know right. if you could give him a bit of a break, that would be better. If he gets a little rest before the ODI series, because yeah. he is in the ODI squad, so absolutely, Umesh Yadav coming in for him would be a great pick, and he can hit those sixes at the tail end. So that's always entertaining to see. <laughs> yes, yes. So this was it, guys. Uh, we've been uh, back after two and a half months, uh, but now we promise season two of Cover Drive Collective. We are not going to go MIA, missing in action. We'll. Come up every week or every two weeks with you know new episodes. We'll keep you all entertained the way it was before. So stay tuned uh, for Cover Drive Collectives. You know, seeing off Vashish Chabria, Anand Samad, wear your mask, get vaccinated, and please stay home because the cases are increasing. Thank you.
थैंक यू वेरी मच थैंक यू सो मच एवरी